Welcome to the Hardy Mom Podcast. My mom has tips and tricks to help you live well with health challenges. She'll even tell you how to get your kids to help out. Wait, what? Your health challenge, girl, I get it. Feeling anxious, depressed, don't you Hey, it's Jen. I am so glad that you're joining me. This is episode two in our series of how to live well as a bedridden mom or how to live well when you can't get off the couch. And if you're listening and that isn't you, stay tuned because what we're going to talk about today happens to literally everyone, not just moms who are bedridden. Um, But I know that I was talking to someone just the other day who said, you know, I really need help with this because it's a struggle. And the issue is anger. Anger at your body for betraying you, anger at the healthcare system for not being able to make you better, anger at people who don't understand, anger at people who treat you like less because, well, they don't understand, anger that you can't be the mom that you wanted to be. I mean, there's a lot of things and there's a lot of guilt that goes with that anger. Um, and it's, it's rotten. It really is. Because what mom doesn't want to be the best mom? I mean, even the worst moms want to be the best moms, right? I mean, and, and when you haven't chosen how you're going to live, like this wasn't a choice. We didn't decide like, we're going to have this chronic illness. I want to pick that one, right? And that one and that one. And those are what I'm going to live with. No, these are things that we stumbled upon and now we're living with it and it can be really frustrating. And so I'm going to propose that you do something completely different than what most people say. Right now, CBT, and now I'm going to space, sorry, (laughs) brain fog, cognitive behavioral therapy is something that's very popular. And I'm not saying that it's a bad thing. And I'm not saying that you shouldn't use it. And if that, if you go to therapy and that's what your therapist uses, go to town. But I'm going to propose that you try something different. um, If that's not what you're already doing. Um, And if you listen back to episode 65, I interviewed Julie Manano of The Secure Relationship. And she was talking about something that was completely foreign to me. And I've tried it. And it's literally been life-changing because I also struggle with this anger and guilt and frustration. And it kind of comes in waves. Like I deal with it and then I feel fine. And I'm like, why would I feel that way? And then something else will happen. It'll help me. And my, my, my kids will say, Oh my gosh, you're going to the doctor. Does, is this one going to be, be able to make you run again? Or is this one going to be able to make you stay out of bed more? Or when are you going to be able to do what the other moms do? You know, the other moms go hiking, the other moms do all these things. And I'm not, my kids do surf school every summer and they surf every day. And a lot of the moms surf with them and I can't. I can get in the water and I can get on a bodyboard and I can float. And I love that. It is my peace. It is my love, but I make peace with it knowing that I can't do everything. Right. And so I think number one is finding the things that you can do to replace the things that you're angry about missing. Just like I use the bodyboard in front of, instead of the surfboard. Right. So if I dwell on, I really want to be surfing. Why am I not up there surfing? Oh my gosh, I'm never going to surf. Da, 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 da. Well, I'm going to get really frustrated and angry. And then I might even feel guilty because my kids are out there and the other moms are out there and I'm not. But instead, 
I think, you know what? I really enjoy floating with the board. I do. It feels good to me. It's peaceful to me. And so when those other thoughts creep in, I think, but you know, I am so blessed that I live three blocks from the ocean and I can get in there anytime I want to. And I have the board and I can do what I want. So I just, that's kind of CBT, uh, like replacing one thought with another. And sometimes I do that. But this other idea from Julie of the secure relationship is this, let yourself feel the anger and let yourself feel whatever emotion you're feeling. And if you just thought, well, why would I want to let myself feel the anger? Well, because it works. When your brain is thinking as brains are wont to do, and sometimes you can't control what it's thinking about, right? Sometimes it kind of darts all over the place and you stumble upon something that makes you feel angry and frustrated. A, fix the problem if you can. And B, if you can't, it's okay to let yourself be angry and feel angry and think, you know what? This does suck that I cannot do this. And it, I want to be able, you know, we live through Oxford Beach. I can't walk to the beach. I have to drive to a beach that's further away where I can park the car. Um, and sometimes it's very frustrating. It's very frustrating for people that come and stay with us that just want me to walk to the beach with them. And I can't, they don't understand why. And they get angry and frustrated. And then I feel guilty. And then I get angry. It's see the cycle. And I know that in your life, there are things that you have just like that. And so what I've learned to do is go somewhere where it's a safe space. I mean, I don't want to feel all angry in front of other people and take it out on them. That's one thing. But I just, I, I, I feel, I think about it. Like what is making me angry? Yeah. You know what? That is frustrating. It does make me angry. I don't like that. I can't do that. And I feel it. I let myself feel it. And I might cry and I might hit the pillow. I don't, but you might, um, I might, I might just, you know, have my husband in here and, and let me like talk about it. And I'll say, look, I sound angry, but I'm not angry at you. I just need to talk this through. And for me, talking things out and saying things out loud really can help me solve a problem. And so here's the key though. If you're talking to somebody else, especially your husband or a man, because men are programmed to solve the problem, but sometimes you don't want them to solve a problem. You need to talk enough to get yourself to solve the problem. So you have to communicate that and say, look, babe, I need to talk to you, but for a little bit, I just want to talk because I think if I say these things out loud, I'm going to work it out. And people who love you will want to solve it. They don't want you to be frustrated, but you're going to say, hey, just let me, you know, and and like, get it out, you know, get it out. I'm angry. You know, this is frustrating. And if you have somebody that will listen like that, it's so amazing because 90% of the time when I'm doing that, it'll hit me like, oh my gosh, I just could do this other thing, or I just could handle it this way, or if I could just see it that way right? And so that really, really helps. And another thing that will help is if you find somebody who has a situation like yours, they're dealing with something like you're dealing and you talk, we just had company come this past weekend and my husband's friend and his wife came and the husband is dealing with a lot of the things like I am. And in listening to him talk, I was thinking, oh, well, what if you tried this? And what if you tried this? And I realized um, I've got those same issues. And what if I tried those things that I was just going to suggest to you 
um, why don't I keep my mouth shut and try them first? <laughs> because I don't like getting unsolicited advice uh, that I don't know if it's going to work. So I don't want to give it either. And so I'm going to try some of the things I was thinking. So find other people that are going through what you're going through, hear their story. How are they handling things? What are they doing to get through their anger and frustration? Or what are they doing to solve the problem? And if you're watching the podcast or listening to the podcast, you did not just see my new little poodle come jump in the video. And that was cute. Okay. Anyway, so I also, I got her, she is a little toy poodle and she helps calm me and really is helping me relax. So if it's, that's something that you're able to do or want to do and could have some kind of animal that can help you, I can tell you that she's taken away so much of my frustration and those, those negative feelings, just holding her and petting her. And I don't, it's just very calming and I'm teaching her how to be a service animal so she can do some things when I start getting really stressed. So that's another thing. And um, I can't pay the $30,000 for someone to train her and me get her from them, but we are learning together. So it's awesome. So there's another solution to a problem if that's something that you can do. I had said last time that I wasn't going to say things that cost money, but there are a lot of programs that are getting service dogs from adoption places, you know, and it's not that expensive. And then they're training them. So you can do that too. Just make sure you check the dog's personality before you take it home. You can tell a lot. You want a very calm dog. You do not want the lively one. You well, you may want the lively one, but that's not the one that's going to be able to do things. Yeah. It needs to be super submissive and calm. And um, yeah. So there's a tip about that. I know a lot of people that have trained their own service dogs and they're very happy with them. And um, so it's wonderful. I don't like it when people cheat and have dogs out and about that are clearly not trained in any way and do all the things all over the place and jump on people and don't know how to sit or walk on a leash. That is not a service dog. So that is my soapbox and I will get off of it. Um, anyway, so are these tips helping you or do you think they'll help you or have you tried any of them? I would love it if you would let me know. You can send me an email contact at hardymom.com or go to hardymom.com slash contact and send me a message because I want to know what's working for you. And what else are you struggling with? Will you send me a message and let me know because I'm going to do 28 more of these and whatever your struggle is, I can fit that in there. And if I don't have an answer or I don't have some tips for you, I'm going to ask around and I'm going to find some answers because I guarantee you there are other people struggling with what you're struggling with. You are not alone. You are absolutely not alone. And I know sometimes when I'm talking, people think, oh my gosh, you've got so many things. Um, but it's not a contest, right? There's not one of us that has it worse or whatever. It it's not a competition to see who's struggling more or whatever. We're all struggling at varying degrees in our journey on a given day, week, month, year, or minute. So wherever you're at, I want you to know that I love you. You, We have may have never met before, but there's genuinely somebody out there that does care that you're going through this. And I really want to join you on your journey. So Again, contact at hardymom.com or hardymom.com slash contact. And um, let's talk. Okay. And we have a Facebook group, Hardy Moms. Love to see you there. And I hope that you have a fantastic day. And I can't wait to talk to you tomorrow. Hardy Mom.
I'm here for you. Tips and tricks here that will help you. There's advice from experts and in interviews. Find time to be with your kids and family. I can help you get it done easily. So premenopausal or postpartum, all stages of womanhood, girl, we've got them. I've been there, I've done that too, with a Hardy Mom podcast, yeah, I'm here for you.